Our sister tribe is steeped in the belief that women support women. The world becomes a more connected place. The tribe was built on a foundation of strength, love, and community. We are a group of women on a journey of transformation through mindful practices and intentional living. This pathway of endless discovery will create space for greater shifts within each phase of life. Welcome. My name is Jean Wilbert, and I'm a trained yoga therapist and wellness advisor. I've been teaching yoga for 15 years, and I specialize in sound and energy work as well as trauma. Our Sister Tribe podcast has a mantra. We learn it, we live it, and then we lead it. I will help you to discover blind spots you may not realize you had, as well as help you recognize your inner potential. Remember, our story is not to limit us in life, but to help guide us to our full awareness. The answers you seek are within. You simply need to hear them. So come join us on this journey with both an open mind and an open heart. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to our Sister Tribe 1.2 podcast. I am Jean. I'm the host. I am so grateful that you come back each and every week, and I've been a little... Uh, slow on getting these podcasts out. So thanks for being patient. Life has just been a bit busy. And um, this topic that I want to share with you is is one of my actually really uh, favorite things to talk about, and it's the mind. And I've been studying the mind for quite a few years because when I had learned, it was probably 10 years ago, about, you know, you've heard it over the years that um, you know, our personality is what I used to hear. Our personality is, is, you know, who we are and what we're going to become as an adult by the age of seven. And I remember hearing something like in that manner, but once I started to dive into it, it was so much more than that. It was deeper than that. And so today I just want to talk about the, the conscious mind versus the subconscious mind. And one of the reasons is when I had learned that you know, 97% of the world's population have no idea that their life is ran by their seven-year-old self or just even their subconscious mind. And that to me was, um, it was, it was like an unbelievable moment when I had read that, that there's that, that high of a percentage that people don't even know how that is ruling their lives and relationships and their jobs and their success or not success. And so when I had heard when Bruce Lipton had made it like just really easily to understand the, the conscious mind versus the subconscious mind, he just said there's there's two minds. And the the minds, it's two minds, conscious mind, subconscious mind. And he's like the mind is like a, a computer. And the hard drive of the computer is a subconscious mind. And the conscious mind is, e, is the keyboard. 
And I was like, genius way to look at it that way. And, and one of the reasons is, and you know, there's probably a lot of people out there that have never heard this topic before. And then maybe when you start to learn um, your, your habits and your beliefs and, you know, what is, what is disempowering you and what is powering you up and, and what gives you that courage to create and to move, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have learned all of this when I was younger. I would have been a better parent. I would have been a better partner. I would have been a better friend because it's amazing when you start to, you know, compile all of this knowledge of just, just these different things that I have read over the years and podcast and videos and books. It's, it's out there. So to dive in just a little bit deeper, our subconscious mind is programmed hard drive, big hard drive program until the age of seven. And what it means is, is that when we are in that little kid age, when, when, when even kids, if you have little kids or grandkids, which now I look at them so differently, talk to them so differently than my own children. Um, everything that a child from two, three, four, five, seven, they're programmed about from their environment. So they are actually observing, absorbing, you know, um, downloading, downloading behaviors of characteristics of their parents, of their grandparents, of the people around them, siblings. So they're like sponges. They don't, they're not that, they don't have that conscious mind like, like an adult does until later in life. And so what, so little kids don't even know that they can really make a choice because they're just being so influenced by their parents. And so if you, if you take that in and I'm not here trying to bash any parent, I'm not even here trying to make my parents look bad, but you know, they didn't have this program. Nobody told them how, you know, to treat little kids and and everything that you say to them is going to affect them and they're going to download it no matter if it's good or bad and you take those programs into their teenagehood and then their adulthood and and then once you get past you know 31 there's a whole study on this after the age of 31 and you want to start to change your behavior you want to change your programs it's harder but it's easier to change those programs from a seven-year-old before the age of 31, just how the brain works. So when I had heard that, like, oh my gosh, you know, you, you wonder why relationships probably don't work out or why you have issues working with other people because it's that little self that's always showing up. And depending on how your parents really, because those are the biggest influence, how they handled life. You know, did they respond or did they react? Were they screamers or were they lovers? You know, did they listen to you or did they, did they talk at you? You know, and you know, all of that is mind blowing if you kind of sit back and, and take it in. And you know, when you learn about that and you look at whatever age you're at, and you have to kind of say to yourself, did I create 
my life that I'm in right now or was it my little self that created the life I'm in good or bad I mean you know you look you can look at it as as an either side so what that means is is that our subconscious mind initially is is dr our driving force every single day and that means 95% of the time, and I've said this in other podcasts, 95% of the time, the subconscious mind um, is ruling your days with your belief system, with your, your, you know, your habits from, from way back when, because after the age of seven, you start to just, um, it's like this repetition of just whatever you've learned and you just repeat it over and over and over again, which then becomes a habit. And we have little awareness as we get older that we are actually just creating this world through our parents' lens of how they saw it. I mean, we just have... We, we, we don't even really know who we are, even as a teenager. Like we always, if you look back at you as a teenager or your children and like the teenage years are so rough. Well, now that I look back, well, yeah, because now their conscious mind is starting to come forward. Like they're starting to realize they can make a decision. And I think that's why we feel like the, the kids and the parents fight so much. It's because now they're trying to find them themselves because their little self was them. Like you, they were copying you. And then if we never let those, those teenage years really explore and try to find themselves, they're just going to be a, 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 you know, you're going to be a twin. It's going to be, you're going to copy your parent and you're going to be the exact same person. So to understand that, that our perception of life gets filtered really by the people that raised us or the people that babysat us that people that we were around in school like that that was a huge influence and so what i love about knowing this subconscious is is ruling us it's like what do we do with it what do we do with it because Think about every relationship you started to build from middle school to grade school to, you know, being an adult, 21 and older. And all of those patterns and fears and expectations that your parents put on you that you don't even realize that they did, which I feel bad for my kids. Like, my gosh, you know, I had poor image and was so insecure and felt, you know, that I wasn't enough and always looking to be valued. And I, I put all of that on my poor kids because that's there. Then they started to develop those kinds of patterns and habits and things with their adulthood relationships and in, in their jobs. So the, the part of is that I, I really want to share is that the, the conscious mind definitely moves slower than the subconscious mind because as we get older, the subconscious mind is just reactive, which 
I'm not going to talk bad about the subconscious mind because sometimes you look at it as a, as a bad. It's not that it's a bad that it's running running our, our lives 95% of the day because, you know, everything we did learn, how to walk and how to eat and get dressed and feed ourselves and how we could, you know, cook and do laundry and then we learn how to drive and then we learn the computers and we learn all these systems. Subconscious mind keeps us safe because it's, it's habits and it's patterns that we do over and over again. And, and because of repetition, we got really good at it. And so we don't even have to think anymore. So it's just the subconscious mind driving us throughout the day because we've done these things over and over again. We get up, we go to the bathroom, we brush our teeth, we have breakfast, we make our tea, we get in, we get dressed and we get in the car and we drive the same way. That's a subconscious mind because a subconscious mind wants to keep us very safe. And, but the subconscious mind is the one that's going to help us when the fight or flight kicks in. So because we're, we were, they have taught us how to, you know, keep ourselves safe. So say if you're driving and somebody swerves into your lane, it's the subconscious mind that's going to help you, you know, move and, and turn the wheel so you don't get hit. You know, if somebody comes at you with something, you're going to automatically know what to do because the subconscious mind is ready for it. With a conscious mind, when you have to think about something, and if you overthink, like, what should I do if somebody is coming towards you um, in your lane and you're overthinking of what you should do, it, it's too late. You, you They're going to hit you because it, it moves too slow. So the subconscious mind is going to make you and put you into action, which is a great thing. But you can move throughout your life in autopilot. In autopilot. Period. Because the conscious mind is an inside job. Because we have to think from within. Where the subconscious mind, it's just natural. It just, it just reacts. And a conscious mind responds. So the question is, where are you at in life? That's the question. Because when I learned all about this quite a few years ago, and I started to realize that my little genie was holding me back from really moving forward. And I was accepting things that I probably shouldn't have been accepting. And when I started to walk away from people that were such a reminder of my childhood, you, you almost have to step away from them so you can grow, so you can think, so you can use your conscious mind so you're not this little person moving on through life. And I started to realize when certain things were poking me, and I still can this day, I'm not saying I am, perfect by all means, but I definitely know that what triggers me when I was a kid, when things that I didn't like what my parents had said or how they said it or how they, because they always, always talked at us. They never talked with us. So I, I have a definite problem with someone and I, and I know it because I have an awareness of it when somebody talks at me, when they're not talking with me or asking a question in the form of, you know, a question, not a question that's at me. I know that sounds weird, but I can I can feel the triggers immediately. So that that feeling that I used to get when I was a kid from my parents 
that feeling pops up when somebody does that to me. And then I, I either react like, like really I fly off the handle or I absolutely get quiet and it's completely silent and I just stew because I don't like it. And that's not a really good behavior to have, but I can tell when I'm doing it and then I try to find, like it might take me a few minutes and I might turn around and come back and, and then start to speak my truth and find me who I am today, not the little genie that, that got quiet or that, that teenage 20 year old that would react. You know, I'm trying now to find that balance because it's all about when you're in that conscious mind, you're not going to react, you're going you're gonna to respond. So you have to even ask yourself, you know, is there something that keeps turning up over and over again in your life? Does, is relationships happening over and over again? Is the same thing happening in your, even your personal relationship? Is the same issue coming up over and over again? Well, then something in somewhere you have not come to that conscious mind of how to handle it. You're still using those subconscious mind belief systems or patterns that are not serving you for today. And that's something that I had to realize probably about three or four years ago. Like I was still dragging those around and now I don't. When I had heard, um, I think it was a podcast of Wayne Dyer and it was longer than three or four years ago. It was probably five or six years ago maybe even seven. And he had said that if you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, one of the best things that you could do is listen to positive affirmations before you go to bed or listen to a positive talk before you go to bed or start something off with I am, you know, because I wanted to get rid of fear and doubt and I wanted to move forward and I wanted to finish my book and I wanted to become successful at teaching and I wanted to, you know, do certain things in my life and create certain And that was the first start. That was the first step of me reprogramming my subconscious mind. I was listening to, there's, they're all on YouTube. Um, just, they're just affirmations that you turn on before you go to bed. And I would listen to those right before I go to bed. And even to this day, I say chants that are for wellness and well-being, um, protection, for strength, for growth. And I'll, I'll, if I can't sleep at night, I, I do these chants so my subconscious mind, you know, takes over. And so that really, I know, changed my my habits and my thought process during the day. I actually woke up more positive not waking up with dredge of having to go to work or to teach or, you know, or get up and write my book. There was no dredge. It was, I could wake up and, and do it. And I know that that was a huge start of it like four or five years ago. And then when I really wanted to finish my book, I was very adamant when I was writing it that I ended my night with something positive that I can do this. So that's one of those, you know, first steps of trying to reprogram your subconscious mind. But, you know, Bruce Lipton had said that if you want to change your life, you have to change your consciousness. You have to create a new thought. You have to create a new behavior. You have to create a new way of thinking. And you can't blame people. Like, I'm done blaming my parents. I'm done. I'm over that. And I, I was 49 years old when I finally just embraced that they did the best that they could. Now it's up to me. 
you know, I can just continue to, to blame them and continue, you know, where I am in life. But it really is up to me. We have a mind, we have thoughts, we have a will, we have power. Take control and stop blaming people. You have control. So, you know, because the when I learned the conscious mind definitely is where our creativity comes from, to where our desires, our goals, you know, our wishes come from, you know, because you have to, to be in the present moment. You have to really work hard. And that's something that I learned over the years that, you know, the subconscious mind, again, wants to keep us really comfortable. And we le I learned this in yoga when I went through teacher training. Like, you know, we are all looking for comfort because nobody wants to get uncomfortable. Nobody wants to have that feeling of, oh, I got to work at something or this really makes me uncomfortable. But think about a time in your life that you had to work really hard for. I don't care if it was your college degree or if it was a job or this new program that you had to learn or, you know, I don't care what it is. It was maybe anything that you had to learn. Sometimes it's just working our darn <laughs> iPhones, right? You had to figure out how this worked and how, you know, little programs in there, how it worked. And what I loved about it is that, you know, I've, we always look at it as so negative when, when you have to try so harder. And, and over the years, I looked back at some things that, that I didn't want to do um, and I did blow it off. It was because it was work. And it's the work and it's the hard times and it's when you have to push through that you begin to repattern your belief system. You repattern that hard drive. You cultivate more programs and new programs for that computer, that hard drive. So you can do it. It's going to be harder, I've read, after the age of 31. But let me tell you, it sure is trying to figure this all out in your 50s. But it, the hard work is where you start to, to replace that old self that you thought were your truths or you thought was the way you should look at life or your perception. It changes him. And it's all through hard work. It's all getting uncomfortable. And, and that's hard to even swallow. Because think about um, even in relationships, you know, nobody ever wants to think it's them. You never want to think it's the problem is you. Right? Because it's your old little self that's saying, it's not me. I'm doing it right. And then when you start to really work at a relationship or you work at it in a sense with a more an open mind and then look at how did I always react? Was I always reacting or was I responding? Was I listening or was I not listening? Was that poor little victim of that poor little self in this relationship or was it not? I mean, I've had to work all of that through, through all of my relationships. And I think that's why my relationship with my husband now is so much better than, than my other marriages. And, you know, I, that was probably a big issue. Granted, there was other issues in the relationships and I wanted more and, um, I knew I wanted more out of life and, um, more out of just living in this positive, powerful state um, but think about that, you know, if, if it's affecting your relationships, if things start to happen over and over again, uh, digging deep, doing the work, being conscious is what's going to start to change you because I mean, I could vouch I've sabotaged a lot of things, um, when I was younger relationships and jobs and, 
and just even things that I thought I, I should do or, or, you know, create. And I didn't create them because I felt like, um, I wasn't good enough or smart enough because I had that little genie in the background. And, you know, when we start to look at patterns like that, you start to go, okay, let's, let's really, let's be honest with ourselves. You know, what our truths were of ourselves when we were younger probably aren't our truths now as an adult. Because what, I'll give you an example. Your parents could have been the best parents ever. And they could have been very loving and they could have been really, you know, good listeners and they guided you on many different things. But, you know, parents don't say things, most parents don't say things intentionally to leave this mark on their, on their child. But this is like an example. So say you were a, a straight A student, most of your your you know young adulthood in school and then you brought home your report card and there was all A's but one B and you know one of your parents had said oh my gosh you got a B oh you could have tried harder I know you have it in you you're so smart but you could have tried harder to get that A and that one comment you could have tried harder started to create a belief system. So you take that belief system of, I could have tried harder, and then you turn it into every single thing that you do with relationships, with if you were doing exercise, your diet, you're always telling yourself, I, I can do it, I, I have to try harder. I have to try harder. I have to try harder. Think about how that just gets poured in over and over and over and over again until you become like this perfectionist and then that perfectionist gets in the way because sometimes trying harder is making you a perfectionist and then that starts to become this this you know really annoying as hell when it comes to your job and and relationships because nothing is is perfect and and sometimes you have to draw a line of trying harder like, why do you have to be so perfect? Why? What is that going to accomplish? So think about that. Um, because that that's that old self. That's that old belief system. Because a subconscious mind is disempowering because it wants to hold on to negative things. It wants to hold on to all of that ugliness and that negative thought or that emotion. I mean, I'm sorry, but the subconscious mind holds on to fear and doubt because it doesn't want you to get uncomfortable. So it's going to limit you with all these belief systems and it's most definitely going to help sabotage you. Because I could say how many for 20 years I wouldn't write my book for 20 years? Like what was that? That was my subconscious mind saying that I wasn't smart enough. That oh my gosh, I'm doubting myself because I had those belief systems my entire life. So, you know, it's not trying to forget about the past, but it's about changing and transforming yourself as an adult. And that's, that's a powerful statement. You know, some people are trying to teach you that, you know, just let go of it. Just let go of your little self and go get low, get low, get, you know, rid of all those little things when you were a kid. You're now an adult. Okay. I understand that. Yes, we do need to let go of some of those things. We do, but it's in a, and it's in a, in a matter of how you do it. Because 
we have to challenge our belief systems and the learning process that we learned when we were young. And wouldn't you want to challenge, you know, your true self from a little one to, to now? Pick a belief that, you know, that, oh no, here's my little, my neighbor's dog. Okay, you sit. <laughs> sit down. Okay. You go there. He comes over. He opens my door and comes in. <laughs> um, so think about something that you really want to challenge in your life, right? What if it weren't, what if it, what if, let, let's just say, I got distracted from my little dog, Rebar. There he goes. He's sitting. So let's think about um, a feeling or an experience that you had when you were younger and to challenge it, like some kind of um, pattern that you feel that you copied as, as a child and your parents did it. I don't even care. I can't even think now because I got thrown off, but, <laughs> but if you pick the, if you pick that belief right now and tackle it and you say, God, was that, is that really should, is that really something that I should carry with me? Because think about the, the era of that time of your parents. Think about that, that life has evolved and you've evolved. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll think of one, just food. Let's just say food, right? Let We ate so differently as a child as as I do today. Now that's a belief system. That's a, you know, a pattern that, that we get into. Like, oh, you know, we have to have meat and potatoes and a vegetable every single night. Do we have to have a meat and potato and vegetables every single night? And why? Why? Why do we have to have that every single night? I mean, that's just, just a, a, an example of something like we grew up with. Now, that's a different time. It's a different era. I'm in a whole different place than I was. That my parents were at their age completely. And so that thought pattern that is not going to serve me to this day. I don't want to be, I don't want to eat like that every single day. So it's those kind of things that you have to like change. And that's okay. You know, just because our, our brain is wired to seek out information that, that confirms that we're already held with these beliefs, which is why it's sometimes hard to explain to people certain things like my, my father was very racist, very, very racist. And, you know, we want to, we, we want to question our confirmations on our biases. Like, like think about that. I don't want to be that person at all. But you were brought in with it and you get programmed in it. And I, I don't I don't want to do that. So I make it a very a very clear. Like I, I have changed that program. I don't want to live with that program. And you know, as you get older, you know, you want to eliminate those kinds of stories that you've heard or you know, because that's not who you are. You you don't want to I don't want to be that person. So that's just changing that subconscious mind into what you want to be in today as an adult. One of the great things how to change the subconscious mind is just to embrace new information. You know, many new things that we've learned as our childhood, again, are not, may not be true 
you know, to, to who you are today or, or the society, what goes on today. It's just different. You know, as we grow older, we have these new experiences and opportunities to learn from other people. And, you know, we want, we should build on the opportunity to, to build our own knowledge and carry our own library of, of a different way of looking at life and, and eating and, and behaving, right? Um, because it's called evolving. I, 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 you know what's funny is somebody had said, um, I, which we've done it. I've done it with, with my sisters and brothers. You know, like you're like, oh my God, you're acting like mom. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're being mom right now. Or you're acting just like dad. And most siblings get really defensive. I'm not mom. Quit, quit calling me. I'm not dad. And unfortunately, we do. You know, we do have traits from our parents. But until we start to build new, like an, I always call it a new library, you know, which is like our computer, a new hard drive or a new program. So, and the only way to do that is to have new experiences. When we have these do, new and different experiences than, than our parents did, we start to learn about different ways and how we can look at life. I mean, I'm reading things my parents would have never read. So I already know that I have new programs. And, and I know that I am changing the old self. You know, a lot of things of trying to change that subconscious mind is that it, resistance. And, you know, they, you've heard of, you know, generational trauma, right? That we keep re repeating it. They call the sins of the fathers or because we're just resistant to change. You know, new stuff can be super exciting, but it does require change. And it's scary and sometimes debil um, debilitating, right? And there's a saying, it says, but remember the cave we fear hides the treasures we seek. And the only way we can get there is to transform and go, go deep into something new. You know, letting go of the old and, and not resisting the new right there is, is rechanging. It's repattering your, your, your program. The new things would have not had to come unless you know, we were at the subconscious level asking for it, but we're not. We're never asking to change. Subconscious level is never asking for change. It's the, it's the conscious mind that wants change. And think about times where you thought, I should take that leap, and you didn't. Subconscious mind's holding you back. You have to take a leap. You have to take a leap of faith of something new to change. I, I think... I say it all the time. I think every decade I've changed, I've evolved. I've, I've become more aware of just my surroundings and the people in it and my reactions to responding. And who, I, I always say like, oof, that was the old gene. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have reacted that way. At least I'm aware of it now where 15 years ago I would have reacted to something and it would have never even dawned on me that that was an old, you know, program ever. So look at it as we need to de delete and replace. We need to delete and replace. Think about the computer. We need to delete an old program and download something new. But sometimes people look at deleting and replacing is a loss. 
Maybe in the computer we might, <laughs> right? Sometimes you're like, oh no, I've lost that. I deleted it. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, but sometimes it's a good thing. Because what change happens, what change does, is it changes our character, it changes our identity. And again, you, you feel loss of that old person. It's not so much as you're deleting who you were. You're just replacing the aspects with a, with a better part or a better way. And I read once that um, look at when you're replacing the old self or the little genie or whatever it is. It's like you're replacing old tires on a on your car and you're just replacing them with new ones so it's like you're still there it's just you're you're rotating tires and to me that makes me that brings joy who doesn't like new tires on their car i do <laughs> you're safer you feel more grounded there's a gripping right but that's a good example of of finding the new you and reprogramming So this is what I, I just want to maybe end with. So maybe this will, will um, help maybe make you move forward in life or make you create that job that you wanted to create or, you know, write that book that you've always wanted to write, but you've been holding yourself back or because um, remember that everybody's is programmed. You're not any different than me. I'm not any different than my friends. I'm, you know, we're, we're all the same. We are. But when you hear this, you know, this podcast, hopefully you might have a little bit more awareness because Bruce Lipton had said that 60% of our day, we already know that 95% of our day is being controlled by subconscious. But the 60% of the day, one day, that we are disempowering ourselves. We are disempowering ourselves because we are just running on that old self all day long, but disempowering in the sense of fear and sabotaging and, and doubting. And, you know, when you start to, to use the conscious mind, you start to make choices. You start to, get stronger and, and you get a little bit more courageous. You get resilient. There's a little bit of tenacity in there because you're taking a chance. And sometimes chances you fail, but at least you tried. You tried. You can't look back at your past in a way that, like I don't look at that old genie as a bad thing that, that, that was a learning edge, right? We learned everything that we were supposed to learn. Our parents did the best that we could. I, I've been trying to really consciously not look back at, even like as a yoga teacher, you know, I've been teacher for 15 years now. I, what's the point of looking back 
It's something how I taught five years ago to what I do now. The only way I'm going to look back is that I've evolved. I'm not going to look back and, and be negative or I used to do this. You know, if somebody remind me like, well, you used to do that when you taught. Well, well, that, that, that was Gene five years ago. This is Gene now. Like why, why look back? You should never look in the rearview mirror. You should always be looking forward or looking at the present. So if you want to change your life, you've got to change your behaviors. You've got to change those parents. You've got to, you've got to delete those programs in that hard drive. You got to create new ways, new habits. And one of those things is just getting up and have a new, new, new ritual, right? Make a new routine. If you get up the same way every single day and you feel like your day is the same every single day, then you need to change your routine. You need to change your, your habits. One of the best thing is to, to, you know, subconscious mind is going to hang on to those negative thoughts. Notice when you are t saying negative things to yourself, especially that's it. It's really about yourself. I mean, notice it when you say it about somebody else, but notice it really about towards yourself. That's when you need to start to change it to a positive thought. Habits are everything. You know, once you start and learn something new and then you just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, then it becomes into a new habit. You know, another way is to set goals. The conscious mind is about desires and goals and wishes. What do you need to set? Remember, if you set a goal and you never reach it, your subconscious mind held you back. It had nothing to do with your past other than you, you hold on to that old pattern and you gave up. So if you set a goal, that means it's going to get uncomfortable. If you're setting a goal, that means you have to do the work. Period. If you're serious about changing your life or changing your relationships or changing something, your diet, whatever, your attitude, <laughs> Set a goal, write it down, do it because that is, I, I know from a fact, like that's one of the reasons I did these manifestation boards. Like those are goals for me. Those are things I'm zeroing in on like this year's and over and I'm still looking at my board, you know, knowing I set those and what's keeping me back from, from, from getting these goals that I want to do. Thoughts are everything thoughts, you know, are key because it, it generates opportunities, a new thought. Just new opportunities can be there if you open up to it. Just be conscious. Be conscious of every thought and every emotion throughout your day, and then you start to become alive. You really do. I had heard once that, you know, people say all the time, you know, life goes so by so fast, you know, every day goes by so fast. Well, it's because we are just, you know, an autopilot. Think about that. If your day goes by so fast, did you do something new that day? Did you think of something creative? Did you work hard somewhere? And if you didn't, that's because you were in your subconscious mind all day long. And then think about a day that you had to get up early and you had to work hard on something. Or you had to tell yourself, I'm going to get up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for that walk. And then I'm going to hit that project. I'm going to finish that. I'm going to do that today. And I'm going to make this and I'm going to do that. And it just seemed like you got all this stuff done because you had to think about it. The days become longer. So I'm going to leave you with this quote from Bruce Lipton that I think is so powerful that I have typed it up and it is now on my board in my office because... 
I always want to remind myself of this. And he said this, what would your life be like if you learned that you are more powerful than you have ever been taught? Powerful, isn't it? We are powerful. I personally know that. There isn't a doubt in my mind that I can't accomplish anything that I don't want to accomplish. I can accomplish it now because I am in control. So I'll leave you with that beautiful quote. Type it up. I'll say it one more time because I love it so much. <laughs> right? What would your life be like if you learned that you are more powerful than you have ever been taught. Mm, love it. All right, people. It's all for today. <laughs> I love this topic. I was trying to keep it under 30 minutes. It didn't happen just because I love it so much. I feel like you can change your life when you consciously live. We talk about it all the time in yoga. When you consciously breathe, it's different. When you make a conscious thought, it's different. When you can consciously sit and have a conversation and think before every word that comes out of your mouth, I'm telling you, it's powerful. Go get them. Go get those goals. Get those dreams. I know you have it in you. Now you believe in you. Much love. This is Jean. Each week on our Sister Tribe 1.2 podcast, we strive to provide you with the tools to empower each and every one of you to find your true self. Be sure to tune in next week where I touch on another beautiful element in our journey of discovery. In the meantime, find us on Instagram and Facebook and join our private women's group. And don't forget to subscribe. Namaste.